how are you? You know how I am. Okay, well, I'm just just trying to be nice. (laughs) How are you? I am mad, but it's fine. How are you? I'm not mad. I have to go back to work tomorrow. Are you salty about that? I'm not, like, super thrilled. (laughs) I, like, took a nice staycation and, like, worked on mental health stuff. I probably need to do that. Probably. I need a staycation from my stay area. (laughs) (laughs) I need to stay away from the people that are giving me stress. So, like, everyone. Everyone. Well, not not you. You don't No, you stressed me out yesterday. You told me to be nice. I'm always nice. But it stresses me to be told to be nice. If I was telling you to be nice... There's probably a reason. I was very nice. I have a very low bar for being nice. I have very low expectations for being nice. I wish your expectations for me to be nice was lower. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn near none. <laughs> My expectations of you are pretty, pretty low. You can lower them. Wait, Wait no, not of me. <laughs> Just my nice, my nice ways. Um, Jerk. Speak. Speaking of expectations, I saw this TikTok. Um, you can edit it out, but it made me think of you. You're one of my closest friends, and I expect nothing. Well, I, I, I don't expect you to show up for anything other than a professional obligation. I'm dead serious. If it was my birthday, I wouldn't expect you to show up. But I have. I have shown up yeah, for your birthday. <laughs> That's why it made me think of you, because at the end, he, he, uh, she was like, I have. You know what? First of all, ever since you told me you had low expectations of me, I feel like I've done a great job at exceeding your low expectations. Today doesn't count, or okay. the other time, but like, or the, or the time before that. But <laughs> but I've been doing better. Okay, I don't remember when, but I know I have. Okay, I made it to our beach trip <laughs> two years ago. Good job. <laughs> two years ago, you uh, made it on time. I've made on time. Oh, wait. What else? I made on time several times. Oh, I make it on time every time when you pick me up. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> I'm so fly. All right. I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm offended right uh, now. <laughs> so welcome, everyone. We do this every time. Welcome. To trying to make it to 30. Yes. I'm Shade. I'm Sarah. And we're trying to make it to 30. We're trying. Today is just trying. Um, <laughs> just trying. Just trying. I, if I don't make it to 30, whatever. I'm just trying at this point. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. What happens if you don't make it to 30? Oh, no. You're going to be really upset. Yeah, I'm upset now. <laughs> oh. If you don't make it to 30, what do I do? I don't <laughs> Is that going to be some really morbid episode that we do? Like, you know, oh, what are you going to do if I if I don't make it to 30? Like, oh, shit, I don't know. So that should not be an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree completely because then that means I have to actually plan to not have you around. And that means I have to plan additional shit. <laughs> I'm not doing it. You will always be around. You have to get a new co-host. But do I? Oh, you know what? Just get a Ouija board. I was like, you could cross over from the Brit beyond. <laughs> there you go. Just get a Ouija board. Would you be like, what, are the, what is it called? Not a, uh, 
The haunting. What is it called when you like haunt a ghost haunts a person? Or is it a house? There's different terms when a ghost haunts a person versus haunts a house. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my god! You need to know! Why do I need to know? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to look it up. Types of hauntings. Poltergeist. Mm. See, I think the ghost just haunts whatever it's connected to. Like, if you're connected to a house, you haunt the house. But if you're connected to a person, like, you haunt a person. That's what I was trying to remember what it's called. I think it's just called a ghost. Residual haunting versus poltergeist. Oh. What's residual haunting? Oh, when they're... uh, Residual haunting activity can occur when something traumatic, stressful occurs, such as a murder or a rape. Why did we get well, here? <laughs> well, I hope it's the first one. Yeah, the whole guys. Yeah. Are you planning on raping me? <laughs> no, I'm planning on not being murdered. I hope you don't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're not here to discuss hauntings. <laughs> wow, that took a wide left turn. Yeah. No, um, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> Just edit all that out. We'll do better. Um, You're not. <laughs> actually, so today's episode is titled "Trying is Hard." Trying is hard. Um, to start off, we are drinking a Chardonnay. Brought. That I don't really care for the. Car- yeah, they. Uh, I don't really like it. Carly might like it. Carly, I think it's one of. I brought it back last time. When I went to Newport, um, it, we're still going through the Newport wines. We had, <laughs> we had a lot. A lot of wine. Um, I'm going to start buying more after this, but... We really should go to a vineyard and pick out wines together. Okay. It'd be super romantic. So I got in the buff, because this is a Chardonnay, but the way that they make it is um, it's fermented in a stainless steel tank instead of, like, a barrel... Like an oak barrel. Mm. So normally Chardonnays, they have um, kind of like a woody or smoky taste to them, which hides a lot of the actual grape Mm. because of the barrel that they're um, fermented in. But this, because it's in um, a stainless steel tank, it doesn't give off any like extra flavor. So this is literally just like the Chardonnay grape. Oh. So this is what it tastes like without having that extra, like... Flavoring? Yeah. Well, I guess I don't like that grape. I recently had this peach Moscato from a vineyard in New Jersey. It was amazing. It was kind of like the sweeter side. Mm -hmm. But it was so good because you could taste, like, the grape just, like, mixing in with the peach. And it just sat on the tongue so nicely. It was so nice. Yeah, but you like sweet wines. I do like sweet wines. I'm not like I'm the the more I drink the more I venture toward drier like my soul bitter and like, dry like your wop like my <laughs> 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 Then it's technically a not dop. a wop. Yeah, it's a dop. Like it's not a wop. Dop. You like dry wines cuz you like dry dop. Gross. No. <laughs> um soon as wops I tell you I just decided to switch teams, I found this woman online 
on TikTok. Oh, is that the TikTok you sent me? Yeah, I am now obsessed with her. Yeah. Because I feel like if Wolf was a female, that would be her. Mm. Yeah. Or if Tora was a female, that would be her. Like, case closed. Need my husband for a woman. (laughs) And it's not me. I'm kind of salty. (laughs) You gotta act like Wolf. (laughs) Okay, you know, I'll work on that. I don't think I'm tall enough. You're not. You're also not scruffy enough. No. Well, today I might be because I, like, just didn't give a fuck, but... Trying is hard. Trying is hard. <laughs> Circle back around. Also, I shaved. Did you? Recently, yeah. I don't do that frequently. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this is still back to trying is hard. Trying to maintain. Yeah, I'm trying to maintain. So I shaved, like, my armpits for, the, like, the first time in three months. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, this is when you stop. Yeah, yeah, it's like no shave in November, but like I haven't shaved for three months, so therefore no. it's probably best to shave. <laughs> so like normally, not normally, but uh, some women during the winter months mm-hmm. don't shave as often because you're not showing as much skin. Um, like I will be straight up honest, like I don't typically shave my legs too often during the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I still do my pits every once in a like. Once or twice a week. Um, like, my hair doesn't really grow. Oh, mine does. See, like, three... I literally just bought this, like, razor, like, this Joy mm-hmm. razor. And I was like, oh, it's pretty and pink. And I figured I'd just try it, try it to see if I liked it. That's the only reason why I shaved. Uh, Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have shaved if I didn't find a really pretty pink razor. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I Shaving's all about, like, American beauty standards anyway, so. Yeah, I guess so. Why, I why, else, why else would you shave? I don't know. I thought, okay, this probably sounds stupid, but I thought that maybe the extra bodily hair might hold on to smells. So I figured that's why people started shaving was to get rid of the extra smell. No, people, women started shaving because, um... They wanted to sell, Gillette wanted to sell razors to women, but there wasn't a market for it mm-hmm. because women didn't shave. They they just didn't. Mm-hmm. So Gillette ra- ran an ad campaign that basically said that if you were a real woman, you wouldn't have any hair. So this started, I think, in like, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it started in the 20s. I don't, I don't like that. And because they um, ran this ad and it became popular and women started buying razors, since then it's been the social norm to shave extra body hair. Oh, no. Yeah. See, I, I don't think I have the attention span to do that. Also, it doesn't grow back that often. Like, mm-hmm. it literally took me three months to start seeing hair on my armpits. And I don't shave my legs at all because I don't have hair on my legs. But, like... Mm-hmm. If I did have hair, mm-hmm. I probably still wouldn't shave. <laughs> yeah, mine... It's just extra work to do in the shower every day. It really is. It. I have, like, three types of showers. I have, like, my quick... I'm into, like, just wash essential body parts and get out. Mm-hmm. I, I have... a horror bath. 
<laughs> no, I don't do it in the sink. I do it in the actual shower, though. I'm going to skip it and just say, you take horror baths. <laughs> no, like, I I wash my skin and everything. I just don't, like, wash my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't shave. And then I have ones where, like, I do a quick, like, shampoo of my hair and then shave. And then I have one where, like, I, like wash and condition my hair and then I'll do like a body exfoliant but like that's ever since 2020 hit that's been very few in between (laughs) not super (laughs) necessary not as necessary um but yeah like I don't know so I have a question yeah is there ever a time you've washed your hair without taking a shower like not when you go to salon but like when you're home you're like I need to wash my hair no no so you always I just yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like my hair's starting to smear. I don't feel like getting in the shower. I'll take a shower tonight, but I'll wash my hair during the day. Mm-hmm. So that way I can do a hair mask throughout the day. By the time my hair mask is done, then I can probably take a shower. See, I, like white people can't have hair masks in their hair that long. Really? Yeah. So like I can't have a hair mask in my hair for too long because um, it'll start getting my hair gets like really greasy. Not greasy. Um, I'm essentially putting too much moisture into my scalp, and then what also happens is, like, I'll, I'll wash it, and I'll, like, when I tell you I wash it, like, I'll have, like, the nozzle of the shower head, like, in my hair, washing it, but then, like, strands of it will be sticking together from the, like, conditioner. Oh. So I can't leave it in for too long, and then when I wash it, like, it just doesn't. That's gonna have to be another episode, because, like... We're so different when it comes to our hair. Yeah, honestly, a lot of times if I do a hair mask, it's usually only my ends. Mm. I don't even go near my scalp. Well, I have a scalp mask, too. I don't need one. What a nice thing. (laughs) (laughs) My hair does not get enough moisture, so I'm like, moisturize as much as I can. Leave butters and oils and creams. Anything that's going to hold the water in my hair. Um, Stay on top of it. I'm trying. Um... Yeah, just adulting is hard. We all know that meme out there. Like, it's literally the anthem. 2020. (laughs) I I think it's like the millennial anthem too. It's probably kind of cascading down to Gen Z, but I feel like Gen Z is Gen Z scares me. So like, they're probably like hearing that and like, yeah, no, (laughs) no, it's not hard. You're just doing it wrong. (laughs) I don't even know if they're like, no, it's not hard. They're like. Oh, yeah, it is hard, but we're just going to go, like, fuck some shit up anyway. Like, Gen Z's the type of group of people who, like, can't make their own, like, phone calls to, like, for appointments and stuff. But we'll, like, straight up throw a tear gas canister back at the police. Like, (laughs) I don't... They scare me. (laughs) No chill. Like, I work with a bunch of Gen Zers, and they're the type of kids who are, like... Yeah, like, we're upset about this, and we're upset about that, and, you know, they're ready to, like, take on the world, but the minute they have, like, confrontation, they're like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if I sit there and I'm like, I need you to make this this page over the intercom, they're like, no, I don't want to. (laughs) That's not for me. But they're literally, like, 
already ready to go and like fight the injustice of the system so like i'm like you guys need to learn how to make phone calls first (laughs) to be fair i just recently within the past like four years started getting over that too so that might just be like a young adult anxiety thing i still don't like making phone calls i will make ricky do it for me like he makes my appointment so call if there's something wrong with the bill or like our internet service i don't like making phone calls no no and i don't think it's because of my generation or my age i don't like it because like i used to be on the phone all the time during like my times during telecommunication service mm-hmm. never again i hate phones yeah i just um if i could text my doctor i would <laughs> <laughs> hey i'm ready to make an appointment like I really feel like, um, I don't want, so it's not my favorite thing to do, but it's not something I'm afraid of doing. Like, it's just one of those things where I'm like, it feels like way more of a chore than if anything else does. So, like, for me, like, I don't have anybody to do it, like, other than, like, I don't have anybody. I could ask my mom, but my mom would be like, no, you're psycho. (laughs) You're psycho. (laughs) So way too aggressive. <laughs> um, actually, her words would probably be like, "No, I'm not calling your doctor. You're 28 fucking years old. Like, call your own doctor." And be like, "Okay, damn." Um, she probably also add in, "You're such a dumbass." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love you, right? <laughs> That's how my mom starts off every phrase when she's about to like tell me something stupid I did. She'll turn. She she goes, "Sarah, Sarah, you know I love you, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She goes. But, <laughs> so every time I hear the phrase, you know I love you, right? I'm like, but. <laughs> Let's get to it. Let's just go. <laughs> well, you know, I don't, so I'm not afraid to make phone calls. I just know it's just, it's just in the way. It's kind of like the moment when I'm like, oh, I should really do those dishes. And then I'm just kind of like, I really don't feel like doing those dishes. And then try to pawn those dishes off onto someone else. <laughs> That's making phone calls for me. Like, I still have to fix the fact that my dental is not being billed properly. Oh. I've been just paying it the weight for the past <laughs> three months because I don't feel like dealing with it. Oh, uh, see, when it comes to money, I'm the first person to call up and be like, hey, like, I got overcharged for this. How are you going to fix it? See, that's what Ricky does. But, like, I also don't want Ricky calling my dental insurance because technically I shouldn't be covered anymore. Oh. <laughs> I don't don't want to have to renew it and pay more or renew it and say you're not covered. Oh, yeah. They haven't said anything. I won't say anything either. If you don't say anything, I won't say anything. I'll pay the extra $2. No one will know. (laughs) No one will know. Yeah, you know, it's weird how, like, um, different I view, like, adulting Mm -hmm. from, like, now compared to like even my early 20s I feel like though it might be a little bit different because your early 20s you had like real responsibilities <laughs> like what? You know, well because you already had kids oh me I was yeah. like in your early 20s you have real responsibilities like no 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 Ooh. no you personally did. I did yeah I didn't so like now for me like um money is just now being more of like a um I don't want to say an issue, but, like, where to put my money is more of a concern. So, like, um, how much should I put in my 401k? Um, 
should I, how much should I put in my savings account? Where do I take the extra money left over? How do I invest? Where do I invest? Like, um, you know, you have these apps that like will invest your money for you, but then it's like, oh, how do you want to invest it? Do you want it aggressive? Do you want it moderate? And it's like, <laughs> oh my God, like. What is your set to? Aggressive. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't be a bitch, Sarah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. So I do, um, I do Acorn. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's how I started in the stock market too. Acorn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like Acorn does that thing where, um, like the roundups. Yeah. And then I also put like a small amount of like money in per week. Mm -hmm. And then they also, I don't know if they had it when you started with it, but like if I want to shop at Sephora online, I click through their link Mm -hmm. and they take a percentage of what like I spent there. So let's take like 2% and then they'll be like, oh, you spent like this much money. So we're going to take 2% out of your, like of that total and then take that out of your account to put in. Like, it's kind of like yelling at you for shopping at places, (laughs) but like. The consequences. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you know, um, I'm just going to do 10% because it's easier to do math because math is hard. (laughs) Um. is hard math is hard but like you know if it does 10 percent, it doesn't get that high but if you it takes out 10 percent, it's like oh you want to spend like 200 dollars at sephora okay fine but then we're taking 20 dollars yeah and putting it toward your investment and it's like wow that sucks i should probably stop spending 200 dollars at sephora <laughs> at one time it's like kind of spanking you on the hand right it's, no no, <laughs> no. Stop spitting that. You don't you need, not to... need that extra eyeshadow palette. Yeah, how many more eyeshadow palettes are you going to get? Are you going to use all those colors on your face? No. Nope. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> how dare you judge me, I don't. I don't know yet. I got to put it on first. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have credit because I paid cash for everything until yeah. I got my first car six years ago. Um, and I had... How long has it been? Yeah, because it'll be three years since How I had. Twenty. I'm twenty eight. You've had that. Long, you had it before. You're twenty eight. You said six years ago. So you're saying you got your first car at twenty two? Yeah. I really thought you had your car longer than that. No. I don't know why, but you got it as soon as you got out of high school. I don't know. I had a car as soon as I got out of high school, but it yeah. wasn't my car. Oh. It was a car my dad had. So, like, I had a family member die, and my dad was executor of the will, and nobody wanted this car that my uncle had. So, my dad just took it, because my dad's a hoarder. <sighs> so, <laughs> I turned 18 and got my license, and my dad was like, if you put gas in the car and give me, like, some money toward insurance, like, you can ha- you can drive it. Um, and then I drove that car to the point where it started smoking, <laughs> if it got too hot. And, scary. and uh I said, Mom, I wanna go get a different car. So I leased a Toyota. Mm-hmm. But I had to have my parents co sign for me because I didn't I had no credit. Yeah. Um it wasn't till after that that I started gaining credit. And I mean, you know now that I think about it, even now, I don't even know if I'm really technically using my credit properly. Because all I do with it is pay my subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Like how do you use credit? Oh, you like your credit card? Like my I, my credit card, I pay my subscriptions, and then like I use my credit to buy like 
Well, actually, what do we buy? Because I paid my car with cash. So. I mean, they check your credit when you, like, go to do an apartment. Oh, they didn't check. Well, so the place that we're going to. So we had our credit stolen, so we had a law firm involved. So when we moved into the place that we're in now, they didn't really run a credit check because our lawyer had wrote us this, like, long letter explaining what happened to our credit history. Oh. So they never ran our credit. They were just kind of like, oh, we get it. Sorry for your inconveniences of your life. Here's, yeah. Here's yeah. your apartment. Here's your apartment. Yeah. <laughs> So like somebody opened up credit cards in my name and somebody rented uh, an apartment in Ricky's name. It was like very dumb stuff. I mean, that's big though. Those are like really big hits. But I didn't know that people could do that. Oh. So, like, so like, I'm an adult now and I'm like, oh, that kind of stuff can happen. Right. Also, I used to pay, I was stupid. I used to pay my for my gas at the pump instead of going inside. And my dad used to always tell me, like, don't do it at the pump. And I was like, oh, what's going to happen? Like, eh. mm-hmm. apparently that's how people stole my credit cards. Yeah, because they put a little, like, um, thing on the chip. Yeah, on well, the radar. I know that. Oh. No one told me. I do Apple Pay, because they well, don't... Yeah, because now it's a thing. Yeah. It was a thing when I first got my car. Oh. Yeah. I oh. was so slow. Yeah, it took me a good while to figure out how to, like, figure out credit. And now I'm like, God, if I would have started this so much sooner... It would have been so much easier. Yeah, my credit would be... Like, Immaculate. it would. Yeah. And it's, like, frustrating because, like, there's no real way for them to, like, teach you how to get there. There's no real way for them to teach you? For, like, like nobody teaches you, really. Oh, I thought you meant, like, they can't teach you that. And I'm like, I feel like I've been, I just learned it because somebody taught it to me. Well, no, no, I like, wish they would have put it into schools, though. Right. Like, I didn't learn anything about credit in high school. Like, no, I didn't even know that was a thing until I graduated and somebody was, like, Oh, yeah, you can't take out a loan for school because you don't have credit. You need your parents to co-sign. And I was like, what? What is this magic you speak of? I'm like, what What do you mean credit? And then they, like, explained it to me. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, like, okay. Um, That really should be a thing taught in, like, even, like, public schools. I have a theory that it's taught in private schools, but who am I? I don't know. I didn't go to private school. I know. I know. (laughs) 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 yeah you know i feel like um i don't know i feel like expectations have just like changed so much for what we're supposed to do like or where we're supposed to be maybe like like i feel like in my early 20s nobody was like really concerned with what i was doing Mm -hmm. like they weren't concerned like if i was in college or not in college. And I say, like, people, like, family mm-hmm. members. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody was really, like, concerned, like, oh, you're working in, like, retail and, like, nobody cared. But now it's, like, that I'm older. They're like, wait, so that that's what you're doing? <laughs> you're, you're in retail? Like, what? Ew. Ew. Yeah. Um, I also feel like the expectations for women are just set so much differently. It really is. Yeah, because, like, they're like, oh, your clock is ticking. (laughs) I know. And you know the thing, too, is, like, the expectation for women, like, it's either, I feel like you're either categorized into, like, oh, you're you're wanting to, like, have a family, Mm -hmm. or you're wanting to be, like, a businesswoman. There's no in-between. There's no, like, 
option to do anything else. I feel yeah. like as far as expectations are that are set by mm-hmm. society, like I don't necessarily want to like have a family, but I don't want to be like I, my ambition is not to be like a top exactly. CEO. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I just want to be comfortable. I think that's fair, but you know what? I, it's like because I feel like people are like living their lives through like the younger generation mm-hmm. like oh if like i never really got to have the family i wanted you should have kids soon or right. I, I my career sucked you should really pursue a better career pursue a better education like for me and my brother my father like loved sports and basketball and the fact that we were so tall everyone pushed us into sports so like my dad never cared about me starting a family or I cared about me getting into a career. He wanted me to get my education and then go into playing basketball. But mm-hmm. I was like, I'm a girl and I I don't want to do that. And I want to follow, you know, the trends that I see with makeup and fashion. So, like, I dropped out of playing basketball. But, like, mm-hmm. here my brother is. He's pursuing it, like, no one's business. And that's because my dad, like, started that path for him. Right. So, like, we didn't have, like, the expectation, like, and also, I think, like, because I'm African-American, the expectations for me to go and become an executive was not as much of an option as me becoming an athlete. Right. Yeah. I just realized that. Holy shit, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. Like, you yeah. know, especially as, like, you know, I feel an African-American woman. Like, I feel like the options. Yeah. And, the, like, the expectation of your options is limited by society. Yeah. Like, I feel that, you know, as a white woman, I might have a little bit more leeway Mm -hmm. into doing that, but I can see why you would feel like that's not an option because how often do they talk about, like, you know, African-American women in power or... Well, a lot more than I can say when I was growing up. Right. But I'm just saying, like, the expectations for us growing up is different now. Now. Mm -hmm. Like, back then, it was was a completely different ballgame. Like, I think my parents were, like, expecting me to be, like, married with kids by now. You think so? I really do. Yeah. I can see that, you know, especially from your mom. Right. (laughs) Well, it was weird because we were talking to my mom. I was talking to my mom, and I was talking. We were just talking about like life. We were drinking mm-hmm. and just talking about life. And she's like, "You know, one of the things that I I wish I didn't do for you is um, I went to her and said when I was looking at colleges and universities and things like that. I said, you know what? I don't really want to go to college. Like, I I, I don't want to do it." Mm-hmm. my mom's like why I'm like I don't know I just don't want to do it now I know it's because I didn't like school like I I just didn't enjoy it I didn't like the way that it was structured yeah. I feel like I didn't learn anything that was like useful mm-hmm. but I really wanted to go to culinary school oh like I really wanted to be a baker I like that idea like your mom yeah <laughs> like I wanted to be like um one of those pastry chefs you see on like the Food Network who make all those like crazy cakes and stuff like mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to do. Aww. And um I told my mom I wanted to go to culinary school and she was like no. 
And I was like, that's what I want to do. And she's like, no, you got to go to college. I'm like, so surprised. Yeah. She was like, well, because, and I was talking to her about it. I was like, why did, were you so intent on me going to college? And she's like, because I really wanted you to be the first in my family yep. to go to college and get a degree. Because nobody in her family at that point had gone to college or gotten a degree. Yeah. So she really wanted me to do it. So I did. Mm-hmm. And I have one, but I don't use it. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Just it hangs there. <laughs> it just, I wouldn't even hang it up if it wasn't for Carly, Carly <laughs> telling me to hang it up. She's like, you should, you should be proud of your accomplishments. And it's like... Honestly, I am so surprised that I got it through college. It was such a struggle. I hated every minute of it. Yeah, we also were juggling so much. But like, yeah. Because you were working full-time at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. Honestly, I don't even know if I would be in school right now if I was working, like, a full-time job. It- it's just nice to have a lot of passive income where I don't have to stretch myself so thin mm-hmm. to educate myself and meet ends meet like I'm meeting ends meet now but I'm not killing myself right yeah my family kills me children kill me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I had a trigger moment <laughs> I was triggered at a rough day <laughs> um no you know what it's also weird too because I look at um people who I was talking with someone the other day and they were talking about, you know, how they're like, oh, you know, I'm not like super happy with my like job right now. And, oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, They were saying like, oh, I'm not super happy with my job right now. And it's just really frustrating because, you know, I'm, you know, so many years out of college with a degree that I don't use and I mm-hmm. feel like I need to like I'm not where I'm supposed to be and I was like well like who says you're supposed to be at this place at your age society you know they're they're the same age as me yeah. so I was like you know what makes you think that like it, you have to be at that place in your life yeah I'm like nothing says that you have to you know, if you, like, look at your peers who are, like, at your age, I mean, who are, like, close to your age or, you know, your age, and they're at, like, a place that you technically want to be. It's hard, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. But then, like, at the same time, like, having somebody pressure you from your family saying that you should be having, giving me grandchildren or... Right. Or you should be getting married or, yeah. like, why haven't you gone and done this yet? Like, yeah, what... like why rush me? Like, right. you go do it then. Right. I don't, yeah, I, uh, and I think it's definitely harder on women because, you know, I feel it is all all about that biological clock. Like, Mm -hmm. everybody's like, well, if you decide you want to have a family, you better do it now. Like. Oh my God, it's not all that's cracked up today. It's. (laughs) (laughs) Even then, like, why are you limiting a woman to starting a family that way? Yeah. Or just starting a family, like. You know, why are you saying, like, oh, if you want to have a family, one, you have to have your own kids, Mm -hmm. and you have to do it soon. Like, what if you hit the age of, like, 35 and are like, I want to start a family, but, like, I want to adopt. Yeah. Or, like, I want to foster kids for the rest of my life. Like, why is society limiting 
women to like one choice you know i also think that society just has a very limited perspective right like come to think of it when i think about things i always forget that fostering and adoption is an option mm-hmm. i always forget about it and i'm always just like unfortunately i always have those tug of like this tug of war on my uterus it's like i want to have a kid i don't want mm-hmm. no more kids like i want to have a kid and I'm, i never think like oh you know it'd be nice to give to like a child in need mm-hmm but then I'm like, I'll just donate. Like, you know? I'll just donate. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's enough. I'll donate. That's not enough. Actually, it's really bad. But See, for me, but see, for me, if I were to start a family, like, I don't, I don't hate children. I don't, I don't necessarily like them because they're selfish and I'm selfish too. So it just doesn't work <laughs> out. <laughs> okay. Like, you can't have two selfish people in a relationship. That's like, true. no matter what the relationship is, because, like, I'm just not, I'm not mentally at the point where I'm ready to, like, give up me time. <laughs> so, like, when I had my kids, I was not mentally prepared for any of the shit that I do now. Like, at all. I was not mentally prepared for it. But when I had them, something sick inside of me switched. Mm-hmm. And I was no longer the selfish woman that I really wanted to be and continue being. I just started to be consistently concerned about the little piece of life that somehow popped out of me. Mm-hmm. Somehow. <laughs> somehow. I wonder how it happened. Yeah, I don't know. That's so weird. But, like, even then, it's, like, it's kind of weird, like, how your body, like, how you just mentally adjust rapidly to your, like, circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why when you were talking about, like, uh, how, like, your family or people around you set expectations for you, like... I was never trained or told to be a mom. Like, no. If you would have asked me when I was 16 years old if I was going to be a wife with kids, I would have told you no. Like, I probably would have said I'm going to be a fashion designer in New York mm-hmm. and probably single for the rest of my life. But um, once my husband tricked me into getting married <laughs> and tricked me into having children, <laughs> I just kind of went with the flow after that. Um. But yeah, I never had, like, those expectations. Like, my, literally, like, the only expectations that my family had for me was to go to school and go get a career in basketball. And I, I didn't do any of that. No. No. I mean, I went to, I'm still, I went to school. I'm still in school. And you know what I realized? I think I'm mostly in school for the free perks I get. <laughs> I'm not even enjoying myself. I just get free shit. There you go. Like, I'll show up. I'll sign in. But I just want the free shit. I'm here. What else yeah. do you want? But, like, damn it, school is hard. It is hard. I I hated school. To anybody who's, like, under, like, 25, or even if you're over 25, fuck it, because how dare we set that standard Yeah, I was like, bitch, I'm 27, still in school. <laughs> like, anybody who's in school and hates it, like, I totally... I... I get you i don't know anybody who like enjoyed college her like college and not the like not the party life (laughs) yeah and not the like experiences or like the friends you make Mm. although i didn't make like any lasting friends in college no no but i think it's because i went to community college and a lot of the people in the community college were like people i went to high school with yeah because it was fairly close and it was just like that was almost that was like the reason why I didn't want to go to community college. I was like, I do not want to see these people again. 
I was just, and you know what? I was so focused because I, I did not want to do a student loan. Mm-hmm. I was so set against it. So I like busted my ass at work to pay for it out of pocket. See, I didn't, I didn't know about student loans. Like literally I told my dad, I was like, dad, I want to go to an art school. He's like, okay. And then he like sat me down. He made me fill out paperwork. I had no idea it was a loan that I was filling paperwork out for. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I wish I could call him like, look, I didn't know I was signing this. <laughs> I would like to return this, please. <laughs> yeah. I, I, where's the, I have the receipt. The <laughs> I have it? Can you take it back, take please? take it back. I wish I could take that back because I did not know. I didn't understand it. And now I'm just like looking at that like that amount of money that's just sitting there looking at me like when you go and pay me. And you're like, nah. And like the interest is accruing. And like the people call me like, are you gonna pay the interest at least? And I'm like, you're calling the wrong person. Oh my god, that's like so messed up. The way that student debt works is like sickening. Yeah. Like no. there's countries out there, right, that you can go to school to college or get a higher education for free, right? Yeah. America. <laughs> is it Canada? Is it fucking Canada? I don't know if it's Canada. Canada's got, I don't, <clears throat> Canada makes me so mad. I know they have like free health care, but. I know, and marijuana is <laughs> They got their shit popping. They do. They're all set. Life is, life is hard. Trying is hard. <laughs> <laughs> we just mean completely. <laughs> Six, we're an hour and in. <laughs> Were we even discussing trying as hard? Did we ever touch that? <laughs> yeah, we talked about how hard it is to, like, function. Yeah. With, <laughs> Functioning with, is hard. With, you know, money. Without alcohol? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, alcohol is needed. That's why they... Alcohol like, and caffeine. Caffeine. I need my coffee to hold me over until I can start drinking my wine. <laughs> That sounds I, like a diet, uh, a healthy diet. <laughs> I need my bean juice to hold me over till I can. It's socially acceptable to drink my grape juice. It's <laughs> essentially how I live. Pretty much, it's five o'clock somewhere. It really is. Your job doesn't think that though. If you come in drunk at like you know, eight yeah, in the morning, yeah. they don't like that. I know. I was like drinking at like eleven o'clock in the morning at one point because like for some reason homeschooling had became harder. Mm-hmm. than what it used to be and I was like I can't do this I don't want to do this and I started drinking and I was like this is not good I would normally come home and like just have a glass of wine after work just to kind of like unwind mm-hmm. and chill out and I actually stopped myself from doing it because mm-hmm. I found myself more often than not coming home and like drinking a bottle by myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the end of it. Yeah, like I, to that point where like I would go and grab it and be like, I'm not even gonna get a glass. Just drink it. <laughs> glug glug glug. Yeah. Sit on the couch, watch TV, and just take them back. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I feel like I need to start coping better. Mm. But maybe <clears throat> quitting your job. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> Make your all your attention should be on me. All the time. Plan my life. Do you have a 401k and benefits? I can get you one, but it'll probably be five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Great, I can uh, retire tomorrow as long as I die by noon. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Wait, no, you have to make it to 30. That's oh, the point. You're oh, yeah. so selfish. 
I'm, okay, well, we'll talk about it when I hit 30. Okay. Okay. We're not living up to the expectation. I'm tired of having an expectation on me. Yeah. I'm tired of, like, having everybody being like, oh, you're almost 30. What are you going to do? Probably the same shit I was doing in my 20s. What That's are you, fair. What are you talking about? Like, what do you... Why are we... Why are we making 30 such a big deal? You know, it's funny. So many people message us and say, nothing changes in 30. Everything's fine in 30. And I'm like, we're not saying 30 is bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone's like, ooh. What are you gonna do when she turned thirty? And I'm like, dude, it's not, it's not that deep. We're we're gonna try to make it to thirty the best we can. <laughs> Let's make it the best that we can because we didn't do as well as we should have done, or as well as people expected us to do in our late twenties. Yeah, actually, I think I'm doing great. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I just. Struggling. I think that's the point of our show. Like, we're trying to say like nothing really is gonna change. No, like. We're kind. I think I'm commenting on the fact that society has this whole like, oh, like your 30s are your new 20s, or like you know you need to have this set up by your 30s. Like why? Right. Why do I have to have that? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm a mess when I'm 30, like what? <laughs> Wait, why is it so bad? Why is it so bad? I yeah. am obviously functioning. Like, why is it that if I'm not married before, like, before I'm 30, all of a sudden society's like, oh, you're, you're 31, 32, and you're not married? Like, are you okay? See, no one gives a fuck about me being married. Right? They just want to make sure I'm financially stable. Well, you are married. Yeah, I know. That's why no one gives, nobody, like, when my, when I told my dad, like, I'm in love, I'm going to get married, my dad was like, "Uh uh-uh. Fuck that. My, my dad could not stand my husband. I, I, I think he tolerates him now. I don't even know if he likes him, but like, <laughs> but I was like, why are you getting married? He used to tell me, don't get married. Don't get married. And then, um, I got married and now they're, <laughs> now they're like, oh, make sure you're stable for the kids. And what are you going to do for a job? And I'm like, I keep telling them like, I don't have a job because I'm operating a business and like, everyone's like, you should get a job. <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> you should worry about your own job. But Everyone's like, crying about getting up at eight, 7 in the morning to get to job their job at, like, 8 o'clock. And then get off at, like, what, 4 or 5? Four or five. And they want me to suffer the same fate. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like everybody ex- has this expectation. I feel like you have an expectation in your like late teens and early 20s that by 30 you're gonna have it figured out and like the truth of the matter is like the closer I get to 30 the less like the less I'm feeling like that the more I'm like I don't think I'm gonna have anything figured out like but I think because there's this whole society like society's pressure of like certain things need to be accomplished before Mm -hmm. 30 and I think that's just been ingrained in us like Mm -hmm. I feel that, like, if I tell some, not even, like, my family, but if I tell, like, somebody else, like, at 31, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm not married, I'm doing this, and they're gonna have this, like... What's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, there's nothing wrong with me, I'm happy with my life. Or there's a lot wrong with you. And I need help, (laughs) but I'm coping with alcohol, fuck off. (laughs) Healthy. Yeah, I know, there's... 
there's like a, a point where you're like, oh, you're single. Why? What's Why? wrong? What's with wrong you? with you? Maybe nothing. Maybe I just don't want to be attached to somebody who yeah. isn't gonna be at my level, or like maybe I just don't want to be with anybody. Maybe you don't have time for commitment. Yeah, maybe I'm afraid of commitment. Maybe I. Are you afraid of commitment? I I would say yes, but I have eight tattoos. <laughs> I commit eight times. times. That's it. That was my limit. No more. <laughs> you know what? It's not that I'm afraid of commitment. I just know. Don't die. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, I just know I've never wanted to settle. Mm-hmm. I have a very high standard of what I want in my life, and I'm not willing to compromise. Yeah. And honestly, I'm happy by myself. Like, I don't need somebody else with me to be happy. Like, I'm okay being by myself. You know what? I feel like a lot of people need to hear that, too. And I can think of a few people off the top of my head who need to understand it's okay to be by yourself. Right. Be happy by yourself before you pursue someone else. Because I feel like once you're comfortable with yourself, like, I'm comfortable being by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with living my life and making things by myself. I don't need somebody else with me to feel like I'm accomplishing things in life. You know what? That sounds like a good <clears throat> mantra. I'm going to post it. Mm-hmm. I feel accomplished by myself, so I'm happy by myself. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Like, I feel like I've accomplished so much by myself that, like, to have, like, I don't need somebody with me to complete me. I'm already who I am. If somebody wants to, like, be with me, it's because they enjoy me. Yeah. And I just, like, then it's not, then it's a partnership. It's not, like, two souls becoming one. Like, no. Like, you're, this is. That's not a thing. I know that's. It's not a thing. Two souls do not become one. You still right. become your own person. Right. They just add to it. Right. So, like... You showed up today. Thank you. <laughs> right. And it's real... And I'm not going to lie. As a woman, it's really hard to find, like, a man with the same kind of ambition as you. And I don't mean not ambition. So, like... Like a drive? Or, like, different goals. So, like, mm-hmm. for me, I don't want to have children. I don't necessarily want to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, I want, I still kind of want to become a novelist. I still want to, I want to travel the world once COVID's over. Yeah. You know, I want to do like all that. Like, and for me, that hasn't changed. And it's like, you know, I'll meet people and they'll be like, yeah, like I want to do all that stuff too, but eventually I want to settle down. Like, I'm perfectly okay never settling down. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm perfectly okay like being with somebody, but still like, traveling or still doing x y and z and not having a family like i'm not being married right so you'd be like girlfriend boyfriend for like ever yes forever and ever and ever ever. because honestly for me it either you're getting married because of like the tax benefit you're getting married because of i don't know who the fuck keeps talking about this tax benefit there's no tax benefit sorry it's more of a tax penalty but i digress I like, or you know, you get married because you know, you've built like for each other's rights. Like you know, because if you're only like somebody's girlfriend, like if they get sick in the hospital, technically you have no right to them mm-hmm. or no right to make decisions. Okay. Yeah. So like, I get that, 
or you're doing it for a religious reason and I'm personally not not that religious religious so like for me it's not that's so sad we're not religious we should think about our lives (laughs) if there's a hell we're going to it you probably yeah Oh, well. I'm also at not least, mad at it. At least we'll be together. Yeah, you know, holding hands in the fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping each other warmer than what I am now. <laughs> I can't help it. It's just the house is old, man. I'm cold, but it's okay. I brought a sweatshirt and extra layers, so I was prepared. Mm-hmm. We'll work on it. Okay. So, back to my earlier point. What was your point? That I didn't know you had a point. I My whole speech was to have a point you gave me a speech dude i must have blacked out (laughs) (laughs) i feel like you just tune me out when you're no longer interested wait was it about being single no it was about i'm not willing to settle down settle down and accept this expectation of like oh i was there for that okay yeah i'm back okay my basic point is i am tired of having this whole like expectation of like get your shit together or like (laughs) settle down the nice way of putting it (laughs) yeah that's like the you know two glasses of wine version of putting it in like you know i don't know i feel like it's just so ridiculous because like like i sometimes like i sit there and i'm like i want to be a novelist i run i want to write novels and then i'm like i have this because everybody has that little like voice of doubt Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I, I'm too late to start now. Like, I should have... Which is stupid, right? Especially but, for a novelist. Right. You're trying to be a model? Like, right, because a... I'm, I'm like, oh, well, you know, there's other people who <laughs> have already, like, published who are younger than me or, like, you know, they started younger than me. So, like, you know, it's not even worth it at this point. But then I'm, like, sitting there and I'm like, that's stupid because, like, you know, that's not true. But there's always that... I think it's just because everybody's, like... You need to have everything set up and ready to go by 30. Yeah. Can I ask, can I ask, okay, not ask, but tell you. So that took, I don't know if I sent you the TikTok or if I sent it to Carly, but like that one TikTok when they were like, um, so to all the older generations on TikTok, and I'm talking about like the late 90s. Yes. I was like, the fuck is that? What? I was going to send that to you and say, we need to blind react to that together. But you already saw it. Oh, yeah. My bad. That would have been funny, though, because I was like, I think we should still do it and just stitch it. Not do it, but stitch it so we can put our input on that. Because right. fuck you mean the late like, 90s. The, That's still the 20s. Tw- Maybe that, that person's stupid and can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> or that person's like 14. I think they're stupid and can't do math. The late 90s? You're telling me those who are in their early 20s are older generation? To like a 14-year-old probably. Dude. Dude. Well, think about it. Think about like when you were a teenager. I like- didn't think that was old. I have a cousin. Her name is Jasmine. My, one of my favorite people. And when she, she's like a few olders, a few olders, few older. <laughs> a few years older than me. So when I was 14 or 16, she was already in her early 20s. Mm-hmm. So like I used to look up to her, I used to idolize her. I didn't think she was old. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she's old now, but like I didn't think she was old then. <laughs> but like, so here's the thing. So like, wow. for me at like 14, I had a cousin who was like in his early 30s. And I thought he was old. That's early 30s. The late but, um, 90s is early 20s. Yeah, but, like, for a 13-year-old who's dumb, like, I don't Dude, know. Dude, they can suck a dick. They can suck all the dicks. I, I know. I saw that. And I was like, 
they're like, you know, for the late older generation, you know, late nineties. I was like, wow. Um, so that makes us ancient. I'm like, them. I'm not even close <laughs> to the late nineties. Late I mean, I'm younger than you, but holy shit, that I, must burn. I mean, ninety two. I'm like, damn, like that's that's nothing. Oh god. Yeah, like we're early nineties. So like. Mm-hmm. The fact that you just called out late 90s, God forbid I was in my 80s, like the 80s, if I was born in the 80s, I would feel so hurt. I know. I Like, so the TikTok I saw was, um, you have that, and then there's a lady, she goes, that was so mean. I, was like, <laughs> I feel you. The one I saw, the guy was like, 1987, bitches. <laughs> I was like, I'm, wow. I yeah, you know. Some, the tat. Sometimes I see. Sometimes I remember that TikTok started with like twelve year old children. Because yeah. I'm like on TikTok and I'm like, this is funny, and then one of those pops up, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Well, goddamn. I'm like, what? It's so rude. What? So rude. I feel so attacked. The older generation yeah which means all those children who are saying okay boomer are referring to us thinking that we're boomers we're not boomers <laughs> there's Dude. a <laughs> there's a whole generation in between us and, and I, I just remember my 11 year old tells me and his father okay boomers and me and him we you like what not even close. <laughs> Not even close. That is like my grandfather. No, I think my grandfather, my grand, my mom, my no, my dad. He's how old is my dad? They're my parents. My parents are boomers. My dad is sixty. What? Why are you asking me how old your dad is? <laughs> my dad's old. He's a boomer. My yeah. My parents are almost sixty. Okay, my dad is sixty. So yeah, he, I mean no, he's in his sixties. Yeah, so he's a in there somewhere. Yeah, so he's like a he's a boomer. And I'm like, holy fuck, he's technically old old enough to my grandfather. I mean, yeah, I guess technically my parents are too, but like... But like, that's what I'm saying. You <laughs> don't call me a boomer. <laughs> oh, God. I actually... We should ground him. <laughs> the disrespect. Yeah, it's... uh, Getting old sucks. Dude, I'm like, not even old. That's what's fucked up about it. Like, getting old? What the fuck does that mean? You ever see that um meme? It's like... Welcome to your 30s. You have upstairs ibuprofen and downstairs ibuprofen. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the same as having, like, so I have home ibuprofen, car ibuprofen, and work (laughs) ibuprofen. Like, I just started taking ibuprofen. But, like, I I, uh, graduated to Excedrin for my migraines. Yeah, so, like, I don't like Excedrin. Yeah. um, So I just take ibuprofen. I take, like, three, but then I, like, down, like, a shot of caffeine. I have no idea how that works, but I don't like medicine, so well, I'm not taking extra. I want to be one and done. Well, your Excedrin is essentially just ibuprofen and caffeine in it. See? Upstairs ibuprofen. <laughs> I get it for your head. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Once you explain the joke, it's no longer valid. Damn you, old lady. <laughs> I get it. It's for your head. <laughs> you killed it. You know what? Oh, I have a joke for you. Okay. okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Why can't you hear a psychiatrist use the bathroom? Why? 
me. Okay. Oh, how am I, you're telling me a joke. How am I okay, supposed right, to look right. at you? Because the P is silent. I hate you. That's the stupidest shit I've heard all day. I told Ricky that joke and he hung up on me. I told Mark that joke and he told me he wished he hung up on me. The only person who laughed was Carly. Carly likes those jokes, though. Like those dad jokes. He gets a kick out of them. I'm like, really? They're so funny. But like, you didn't know what I was going to (laughs) say. Oh, man. I didn't, but I figured it had to do with something like they can't see it or they can't hear it. So, like, I just didn't know where you were going with it. It was great. It was great. I'm hot now from that laugh. (laughs) (laughs) That laugh heated you up. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how to end this because we just, we... We divert, we diverted so many times. This is what happens when I don't have an outline. Did you see that one comment on our page? The person's like, "Why do you call it a mess of a podcast?" So I explained it to them, and I was like, "Yeah, because we pretty much get off topic, even though we have an outline. We don't stay on point." They're like, "Well, that makes it authentic." And I was like, "Yeah, we're not mad that it's a mess <laughs> because we pretty much have no planning when we go into every single thing we do. We just do it. Just do it. That's how we started the podcast. Yeah." <laughs> Not plan. We're like, let's just do it. Like the for the format, quote unquote, that people think we have. That it's not planned. That just happens. Yeah, it just happens. Like I don't know. Is it technically a format? Me teaching you stuff. See, that's not how it should be. Well, that's because you don't do an outline. (laughs) I don't do the outline. I also don't do the research. So thus. Why are we doing research just for our show? Because I don't want to sound like an idiot. But what are we discussing? That requ- oh, you know what? The last things that we talked about <laughs> required research. Also, guys, if that last episode kind of made you depressed, I understand. Don't, yeah, well, yeah, it was a bad topic. <laughs> it wasn't a bad topic. I, it was just way deeper than it needed to be. It could have been so much more shallow. Well, then we're not talking about the real issue here, Shadi. We're going to talk about boobs. Listen, you want to do a bonus episode about boobs? We should do it. Hey, join our Patreon. You can listen to bonus episodes about boobs. Seriously? I don't know. Would you really talk about boobs? I would talk about boobs all day. (laughs) I think boobs are great. I mean, listen, join our Patreon. You get a lot of our outtakes, bloopers, and random... All the stories that we divulge into that we don't put in here. That's a good point. Yeah. You should follow our Patreon. Join our Patreon. Yeah, and um depending on how much you donate depends on how much content you get. So like the first the first tier is just basic like news info of what's going on and then like you get access to like the bloopers. Um so then <laughs> tier two, you'll get access to um our like side stories. Uh-huh bloopers and then like news and then tier three um once we get a merch store started you'll have a special we can probably do like a special code for like a code 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 oh for wine glass yeah so you'll get like you'll get get special you'll get special offers on like merch and like special um stuff behind the scenes of what goes on so 
join our Patreon. We're going to put some really cool stuff on there and help support, you know, this uh, fun hobby we have. Fun hobby. For now. For now. Yeah. And honestly, the more you support us, the more episodes we can make. Because then Sarah will quit her job. <laughs> and we'll be recording and publishing twice a week. Yeah. Or, you know, just, I'm just thinking week. about the amount of wine I'm going to have to start buying. Please support our wine habit. <laughs> <laughs> so we can buy crates. <laughs> yeah. Please. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you guys for all the support you have given us. Yes. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, keep rating, subscribing, and reviewing on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Every review counts because it legit helps pave the way of our show. Yes. So if you're not commenting, that means we don't know what you want to hear. And we definitely want to know what you want to hear. Um, yeah, like if you guys have a topic you want to talk about. Or, want, or a wine suggestion. Want, yeah, please give a wine suggestion because... Sarah's like, running out of ideas. I am. Um, and I typically like white. So if you guys have a red in mind... Yeah, we should try a red. Anyway. So, so again, thank you guys for all your support and you're listening jerk. to us. And shut the fuck up. Shut up. <laughs> wow. Um, you can find us on all our social media. You can find our individual social medias too <clears throat> thank you so much for tuning into episode eight hey good job sarah of i'm really just trying to bust your balls on that and you're like really not letting it happen um because <laughs> i'm petty as fuck <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so thank you guys for listening i'm sarah and i'm shade and this has been trying, trying to, to make, make it, it to 30. 30 thanks for listening to Trying to to make make it to 30. 30. Our cover art is made by Carly Simone, and our sound mixing is done by Ricky Vasquez. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at TTM30Podcast. If you have a topic or drink suggestion or just want to say hi, please email us at TTMT30Podcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed our alcohol-infused tangents and would like to hear more, please find us on any podcast streaming app available. And if you really like us and want to hear more, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. It really helps us out. Thanks again, and join us next time as we talk more about trying trying to make it to 30. 30.